previously on Passenger Olympus. You've all jumped on the SS Honorary to race out to uh, towards the Olympus to try and find out what's happening. Have you ever done a rescue mission before, sir? Oh, nah, but I've read all about them. We received some radio communications. Um, they were very um, puzzling. The headaches, the headaches don't stop. This is going to be a uh, trickier situation than we initially planned for. If anything goes south, I don't care about Mr. Brennan. Well, uh, I don't very much care for the thing that's going on in your cargo, if that's the way you feel. You obviously tried to hail them as well. Uh, yeah, we, we can't we can't reach them. So why, why is there nobody about? You start feeling a little bit of pressure in your ear canal. I must have got to be the sea spray in my ear. Hang on. <laughs> you can sort of smell smoke. It appears to be a unrecognizable blackened body. Oh, Jesus. Exhibit number A, two, three, nine, one, two. George Cromwell, bosun of the Olympus. Journal entry, November 7, 1929. We're making a run for it first thing in the morning. Me, Pat, and Eddie. We'll take one of the boats and just row away from this place. Whatever is happening here, I'm sure we will be safer away from the ship. Jacob and Walter both dead. Is it that mermaid they dragged on board? Some kind of witchcraft or siren call? I've seen things and heard things that are not there, I'm sure. I found myself at my sister's place the other day, just for a second. I saw a scarecrow standing in the crew quarters. Am I insane? My god, I nearly hit one of the cooks purely as a reaction earlier today, thinking they were skeletons. I have no idea what's going on, and I'd rather it stay that way. And as you and as you sort of as you sort of sit in this room, um, sort of looking into the room, you can see the source of the rancid the rancid sort of smell. It appears to be a unrecognizable blackened body um, leaning on a destroyed crate. Oh, Jesus. I, I, I can't I can't withstand the smell, but there's a corpse in there. Oh. <laughs> and that'll be and that'll be a sanity Jesus. roll, please. Yep. Fair oh enough. my oh my god. What the hell is this? Jesus Christ. I, uh, with, I with that headache that I've got and that smell, I can't go in there. <laughs> <laughs> The Fumble Anthology presents Passenger Olympus A Call of Cthulhu Scenario Written by Mitchell Bonimer Starring Liam Braid As Cargo Master Hugh Gibson By the way, uh, Mr. Chase what, what are your thoughts on Smugglers? Finn Ward As Coast Guard Officer Abraham Chase Well, I am s- sworn to kill any smuggler I see inside. And Alex Green as the keeper of arcane lore and everyone else. Part 2 The Compliment Uh, sanity roll. My sanity's 50, so I'm not great. 
and I failed. Alright, uh, Liam failed. I succeeded. It Finn succeeded. Was... Uh, Liam, you lose one sanity. What's your sanity, Finn? Uh, 65. Okay, you're better than mine. I'm gonna go yeah. insane first. Alright. <laughs> oh, I, I, I can't go in there, but this... Oh, that body was burnt. Well, how the hell did something like that happen? We need to... We need to find out. Oh, we, uh, give, give me a moment. Oh, I, I hate to say it. This is... I hate to say it, Mr. Gibson, but I think we need to... I think we need that red floor already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing is directly threatening our human bodies just yet, so I think... Take it easy. Uh, Alright, so we both failed our constitution roll, so we can't really go in there and study it. Yeah, um, no. I'm just gonna, you know, step back out of disgust. You can, yeah, you, you can go back in if you want to, but you'll have to keep rolling constitution in order to avoid sort of any long-term... Yeah. Right, I'm gonna step back out of disgust and uh, go and yeah. maybe cough into the toilet next door. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna knock on the. Uh, is the I'm gonna open the galley. Okay. See what's in there. Uh, Mr. Chase, I think that this is the galley. Uh, uh, I might, yeah. I might see if there's anyone in here and yeah. maybe some maybe some garlic garlic or something that maybe maybe some some, some of the brace ourselves with some some, something to smell that isn't this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you as you walk into the galley, um, if you don't know. At least our listeners. Uh, the galley is the cooking station of the ship. What, what I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll put if if the I'll, most people probably listen in the car or something. But I'll put the ma- a link to the map. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good idea. This one's quite detailed. The galley is the is the cooking station of the ship. So um, it's where all you know all the, the cooks and the kitchen hands are. Um, so uh, you f- see uh, two large stoves and an oven sitting against the far wall. Um, on the opposite side, you've got uh, you know, various kitchen tools, appliances, pots and pans. Um, they're sort of the cabinets on the opposite side. Uh, in on one of the stoves, uh, there's a large pot, like a, a large like a saucepan, uh, and it's currently boiling. And from the pot comes this rancid smell. Oh my uh, god! It smells uh, terrible uh, in here too. Um, that you can almost. You can almost taste it. Uh, you can almost taste the smell. Ugh, this stinky ship. I'm sick of it. <laughs> at least the ga- at least the gas is working. And it smells of, of rotting meat. Ugh. Ugh. How is it still boiling? How long has it been boiling? Someone must have put this like. <laughs> There's uh, foodstuffs uh, and sort of human fluids that are mixing and littering the ground. There's streaks of blood against Ugh. human fluid. We know that it's human fluid. Yeah, you think so? There's streaks of blood uh, <laughs> sprayed against the back wall. Jesus Christ! Uh, on top of a cabinet, on top of a cabinet, uh, you fo- you see um, a man, uh, a corpse. He's been he's been dead he's been dead for a little while. He's missing an arm. Jesus Christ. Um, and then sitting on the ground is uh, what appears to be a, a a human who looks alive. I. Uh, but oh. he's not moving. Oh, I don't know if I can stand being in this room either. <laughs> Mr. Gibson, attend to that man. And I'm gonna run back outside and I'm gonna shoot that flag. To the, to <laughs> yeah, dude, to the sky. We we need we, we need assistance. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, bring my coat over my face to try and muffle as much. It's as not it's not overpowering, um, but it's just really like it's really bad. Yeah. yeah. I still don't want to smell it though. So um, and I put you know put the coat over my face and cover it in 
Is the guy that's apparently not dead burnt? No, he's not burnt. He is. He looks. He looks fine, except that he is appears to just be unconscious. Uh, I'll come up and shake him. Go, hello, hello. Uh, he does not respond. I slap him in the face. Um, he sort of spasms a little bit, but then he just goes limp again. Uh, I know a bit of first aid. Um, I'm gonna open his eyes and see like what his pupils look like. Are they are they like really blown out? Mm. Are they looking normal? Um, they look they look very blown out. This guy's obviously on drugs or dead. Did, did you get that flare going? Uh, I hope so. Or do you need to roll some dice to try and make do, it work? Yeah. <laughs> do I need to do anything, or can I just say I shut? No, it off? I think I think you can just yeah, you shut it off. Choo. All right, fantastic. Uh, all right, I'll come back in and I'll look at the man who's uh, looking a bit worse for wear. Uh, I might, I might give him a bit of water or something. Try and put some. Is there any? He's unconscious, there, Chase. Okay, yeah, good, good point. <laughs> um, I'm gonna do. A, I don't have medicine, but I'll do a first aid roll to examine him. I've got a little medicine. Uh, Thirty-four is a success. Alright, uh, so, uh, I guess your first aid, Liam, um, he, he's, his heart rate is fine, uh, like, it's, it's very, it's very, like, a low heart rate, but it's, you can sort of, it's very faint, but it's there, he's definitely breathing, um, and he's definitely got a pulse, but apart from that... But I can't, but I can't rouse him? But apart from that, you can't rouse him. Alright, Mr. Chase, I reckon we, um, let's drag him out. I can't imagine that it'd be better for him. Well, in here, it's disgusting. Uh, yeah, well, maybe let's find a cleaner room to take him to. All right, how about the... I think the mess hall was across the room. Yeah, that seems that, like it, man. Now, the, it being called a mess hall, I don't know... <laughs> yeah. I don't know what yeah. sort of mess we're going to find, but... I'm I know it's mess cleaner. hall is a term for the the dining room, but in this case, it could be something else. Yeah, could just be a very messy hall. Messy hall. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna go and check at the mess hall somewhere we can drag this guy to. Sure, okay, so, uh, give me a strength roll to see if you can move this guy. No, I'm just gonna go look at the room first. Oh, okay, so, um, alright, so you wander over to the mess hall. You, you stay here, you stay here with him. Yeah, I'll watch over him. Okay, so you, you wander over to the mess hall, uh, and inside the mess hall, uh, there's three large dining tables, uh, they're spread out over the room. Um, it looks like there's barely enough room for all the wooden chairs um, to be placed around them. Uh, there's a number of seats on one table that have plates with half-eaten potatoes on them. In one of the seats, uh, you see another person who's sort of hunched over. Uh, his face is basically like on the plate that's sitting in front of him. Um, next to him, on the floor, you find another person who's sort of lying down on the ground, looks to be unconscious. Uh, and then in the corner of the room, uh, actually give me a listen roll. Alright. Uh, that's a 100. Oh, okay, that's not good. This headache's really getting to you. In the corner of the room, uh, you see a what appears to be a man uh, sort of sobbing and whispering to himself, and he's sort of like in the fetal position, and um, he doesn't notice you. But you can hear him sobbing and, and whispering to himself. Okay. What does my fumble get me? <laughs> For your fumble, uh, as you're as you've witnessed this uh, scene, uh, you start 
hearing noises. Um, and it's, it sounds like there's people talking. Um, in, in, in the mess hall? In the mess hall. But, but I can't see anyone talking. What? But they're behind you. Um, that's weird. And you turn around and there's no one there. Fuck. And I turn around. I turn around. And there's no one there. Oh my god. And you start hearing what appears to be, uh, is that, is that the captain? Our captain. Yeah, is that, is that Bishop you're hearing? And he's... Over an intercom? <laughs> and he says, and he says, I, I know, I, I know what you've got. I know what you've got in that cabin. You I know what you've got in that cabin. And then you, and then you hear Abraham Chase. But it doesn't sound quite like Abraham chasing saying, oh, I know what you've got in that cabin, Gibson. I know what you've got in that cabin, Gibson. Uh, what, what was that, Mr. Chase? And I actively say that. Huh? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What? What, huh? what, what did you just say? What? I didn't say nothing. It's, uh, it's very freaky. Give me a, give me a sanity roll. Yeah. Uh, another fail. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. You lose uh, three sanity. Oh god. Jesus Christ. Falling apart quickly. <laughs> Alright. But I can't. I need to take control of this situation. I, I freak out a bit. I'm like, oh god, what are the, the voices? There's people in here. There's, there's a guy rocking over there. Yeah, the headache's getting really bad now. Oh, that headache. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Gibson. Right. Mr. Gibson, are you I'll go, right? I'll go. I'll go. I yell at uh, Mr. Chase. Uh, there are other people in here, but. There's not that rancid smell. Bring, bring, bring that guy, bring that guy in here. Yep. All right. I'll get him. In. I'm get him over here. All right. Uh, I guess I'll roll a strength check or something to pick him up. Yeah, go. Or drag him or whatever. Yeah. Uh, thirty-six. That is a success. Normal success. Describe how you drag this person into the missile. Uh, I'll, I'll grab him under the arms and I'll just drag him, drag him over. Uh. What? And I'll try and I'll try and prop him up in a chair or something. Uh, by the way, uh, Mr. Chase, what what are your thoughts on smugglers? Huh? Why do you ask something, something like that, Mr. Gibson? Just I, I'm curious about your line of work. That's all. Well, I am s- sworn to kill any smuggler I see inside. <laughs> I'm ju- I'm just joking with you. Now we arrest them though, and then we uh, let the law take care of them. So. Oh, you know, uh, do you find many smugglers around? Ah, uh, you know, once, once or twice, yeah, I think we've we've apprehended a couple of smugglers recently. Uh, okay, now I was just curious. That's yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, a man of your age, I would have thought you'd know how we we the Coast Guard handle smugglers. That seems like a, right. a very odd, odd question. Um, Hmm. Anyway, yeah, there's a few people in here that are looking yeah, conscious. Okay, what, that guy, that guy over there is rocking <laughs> backwards and forth. Um, is this scary enough for? Abraham to do a sanity roll? No, he's fine. <laughs> Alright, how about you go talk to that guy rocking over there? I'm gonna go see if the guy with his face in the potato is alive or not. Yeah, I'll go talk to the rocking. We'll deal with Hugh Gibson first because this is... Uh, sorry, this this man is uh, clearly dead. Uh, and, you can st- and you know he's dead because there's a knife sticking in his back and there's sort of blood on the floor. Oh, God. This this man's been mur- this, man, this man's been murdered, uh, Mr. Crosscard man. So that's that. Meanwhile, uh, Abraham Chase is trying to talk to the gentleman in the corner, rocking back and forth. All right. Hey, hey there, partner. Huh? What's going on? Who, who, who are you? Who are you? 
My name's Abraham Chase. I'm from the Coast Guard. We're here to help you. What's happened here? And he starts he starts speaking in Spanish. And he doesn't quite understand. Oh, God. Again? <laughs> Actual Spanish or German again? Actual Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and he sort of like tries to grab you, almost like you just, yeah, he's like, oh, oh, oh. and he sort of touches your face and sort of like, oh, 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 you're, you're real. Oh, oh, you're real. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm real. Oh, who are you? Oh, who are you? Uh, Abraham Chase from the the Coast Guard. Oh. Me and my associate here are here to find out what happened here. Oh. Can you can you help me? Oh, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, uh, what, uh, you, you here help? You help us? We help. Help. I, I come over and I'm like, take, take, just, just breathe there, son. Uh, wh- what do you remember? What happened? Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, what do you remember? Oh, the headache. Oh, it's so bad. Oh. Oh, I get them. I get them. I get them too. Do you have any paracetamol? He's, he's, um, so he's sort of like always bleeding. You see blood coming out of his ears. It's not a good side. Oh, gosh. I don't think a panadol's going to help with this one. And he's sort of, and he's like, oh, 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 oh. And he starts frantically, and then he notices, uh, the, the guy who's dead. And he's like, oh, dog. And then he starts, and he starts freaking out. Uh, oh, Doug, Doug! Wait, Doug? Did you say that man's name was Doug? No, 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 uh, Dirk! 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 Uh, oh, Dirk. Oh, 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 <laughs> you, you, you killed this man? Oh, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I, I, oh. And he starts freaking out, and he's thrashing, and he's like trying to, almost like he's trying to get away from you. Jesus. Okay, uh. What do we do here? Just uh, try and calm him down, I guess. I, I guess. My, right. <laughs> How are you gonna do that? Bo, uh, give him a hug, Mr. Chase. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a, I'm more of a clapping in irons kind of man myself, but yeah. He, he, right. he says he murdered this man. What, what, co- yeah. what, is, what would the Coast Guard do about that? I think we, I think we'd handcuff him probably. We we'll try to. Have you got, ha- have you got handcuffs? Uh. Well, I didn't specify it, but it seems like something. It seems like something I should have as a member of the Coast Guard. Yeah. If not, uh, if not, I'll find some rope. Okay, so you're, <laughs> yeah. you're going to try and handcuff yeah. this guy. Uh, so that I'm gonna will try be and that, this he's going to resist. So I think that'll be a fighting brawl. Okay. Well, I'm going to help you. So. Um. What's your, what's your, what's your dexterity? Uh, sixty-five. So you're going to try and handcuff him. Uh, he's going to try and brawl out of the way. Uh, I'm assuming uh, Hugh Gibson's going to help. Yeah, I'm helping. I'll let you both roll, and we'll take the better result. Um, I just failed. Uh, normal success for me. Okay, uh, this guy had a normal success as well, but since you have a high dexterity, I'll let you guys... Um, yep, you, you take it away, so you manage to... Restrain him. Are we handcuffing him to, like, a, a bar or something? Um, yeah, I guess so, yeah. What do we, what do, we do? What, what do we do, Coast Guard, man? Um, well... At this point, I guess we just need to wait for him to chill out a bit, which... You're such an optimistic fellow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. Everyone always says that about me. <laughs> so, sorry, you, you say you handcuffed him to like a bar or something, or a pole or something? Yeah, like a railing. A ra- railing. At the handcuff, he's like trying to pull it off and he's failing and he's like freaking out. Oh, calm down. Calm, calm down. down. This is for your own help. 
We're trying uh, to help you. We won't hurt you. And he looks, yeah, he looks un unconsolable. No, I, 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 I'm getting sick of this, oh. so I like, I like grabbing by the, like grabbing, oh. not by the neck, but like the whatever jacket he's wearing, oh. the collar. Oh. I grab it really hard. Get right on your face. I tell you to calm down right now. We need to know what happened here, so we need you to shut up and just tell us what happened. And then... Uh, intimate? Yeah, go on. Uh, yeah, intimate. Failed again. I'm gonna push it! Alright. How are you gonna push it? By pulling out my gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Alright. I'm gonna say, whoa! What do you got that for then? Uh, pulling out my gun and just like. Uh, what's his name? Did we learn his name? No, you haven't asked him his name. No. Calm down and tell us what happened. Uh, roll. Uh, success. Uh, and he sort of like freezes up and he sees the gun. He's like, oh, don't, don't, don't shoot me. I, I, I help. I help. Please. <laughs> Please. What do you Tell us what happened. Oh, uh, I, I don't, I don't really know. Uh, I, he was, he yelled at me and I yelled at him. Uh, uh, and then I, 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 next minute I stab, and I stab, and I stab, <laughs> and he starts crying, um, and then he, and then he just vomits, like, just vomits in front of you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Step out of the way of that. <laughs> and he just, he's just a blubbering mess. I don't know how much we're going to get out of this guy. Okay, uh, well, I'm going to try and question him a little bit more. Uh, I say when. I say when did this start happening? What? How long has this been going on for? And he starts. He starts like, like counting on his fingers. He's like one. There's like what thumb finger up. Then his index finger. Then he's, he's like uh, uh, four, uh, four, four days, four days. Oh, English, English not good. English not good. Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Um, what? So. Uh, what date? What's the date today? So is, would it be the seventh of November? Was when that? Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Do you know anything about a mermaid? <laughs> Any word of the word mermaid? He's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. Um, while you're doing this, right. while you're doing this, uh, how, how about a? How about? Look, something obviously very wrong has happened here, Mr. Chase. Um, yeah. Would it be worthwhile trying to get this man back over to our boat and question him properly? Um, maybe, uh, but I, I don't know. Like, is the, the storm's getting worse, isn't it? I think if we keep going back and forward between storm the storm is the storm is getting worse. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna. Maybe we're, you know, are we stuck on this boat? Or are we? We, okay. we might be stuck on this boat for from the constraints of the scenario. <laughs> I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to stick to the. Parameters that I can see around me. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could, you could technically get back, but it will, um, it will be difficult. Yeah, yeah, and then it'll probably be more difficult to, yeah, keep going back and forward. Um, I say, do you know of any other survivors? Do you know if there's anyone else aboard this ship? Who... Uh, no, no, I, I don't know. I haven't seen anyone in, in. Have you seen the captain? Do you know where he might be? No, I have. No, not captain. No. Uh, he might be in office. I, uh, oh, but I haven't, I haven't seen anyone. Okay, that that stands to reason. What's your name, sir? Uh, Hector. Hector is my name. My name Hector. So let me get this straight. The last thing you remember is 
You and these other folk having dinner and then you stabbing a guy. I see. And he sort of grabs you with his free hand. He's like, I see them. I see my mother. She tell she tell me. She tell me to tell me I'm a disappointment. I see the captain. He tell me I'm disappointment. I see. I see. I see Turk. I see Turk. He tell me I'm disappointment. This man's obviously hysterical. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's crying again. Oh, Jesus. I don't know about you, Mr. Chase, but it sounds like something has happened. This man has committed murder and it has broken this man. It, something to that effect, but uh, I tell you this. And he also doesn't like the word mermaid, and I say it very loudly. <laughs> All right. Uh, while you're doing this, I will need uh, another power roll for the both of you. Okay. Okay. Am I going to get another headache? No, I passed this one. Oh, I very much failed that one. Oh, join me with the headache crew. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Finn, you start to feel... Um, Start to feel a real headache, oh. and there's some there's some pressure in your in your ear canal, and it's really pushing in. You, you, you're that? getting a headache, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I am. It happened. It, it happened to me too. Yeah, jeez, oh, You can sort of feel some crackling, like a crackling sound. All right, the, the the other man that was on the floor, he's dead as well. The other man, you can go check on him. Uh, yeah, I'll go check on him. Okay, so he. Uh, yeah, hey, um, he looks, he doesn't look like he's injured, um, but what you do know is that there's like um, spasming a little bit at, every now and again. Um, there's a slight trickle of spit that's running down his cheek, and he doesn't appear to notice, but he looks unconscious as well. So we have a man that's freaking out, we have a man with his knife in his back, we have the guy that we dragged in here, and another one. Is that right? That's right, yeah. Alright, something very wrong has happened here. Uh, oh, that headache. Um, yeah. Right. We gotta work fast here, I think. Something's... Alright, do we go and inspect that burnt-out room now? Um, maybe we can find something to cover our mouths and faces with. Oh, oh, uh, uh, Hector, Hector. Why, why is the storage room across the hall all burnt-out and destroyed? Oh, 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 big, big fire. Big fire, uh, I think, uh, coal heavers, maybe? Oh. What'd you say? Uh, coal heavers, coal heavers. Coal heavers? Yeah, so coal heavers work, um, they sort of work in the, the deck of the ship. There's some on the honorary as well, and their job is basically to, like, put coal in the furnace to operate the boiler, which generates steam. What, they brought a bunch, they set off a bunch of coal in the storage room? Oh, no, they, they saw fire. I... I, I don't know why this 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 on fire and oh, uh, I don't know. Jesus. Oh, All right. I, I don't know what's real anymore. Where where would the like radio where would like the radio equipment be on this? The show? radio equipment uh would probably be um. Uh, I can see it. It's upstairs. Oh right, radio the there it is. Room. Okay. It's on the on the flying bridge, which is um sort of yeah two floors up. All right. I think we need to go and try and relay this information back to our vet, back to our own. But it is well, a fair way away. We're gonna find many well, horrors along the way. <laughs> <laughs> Gibson, uh, I don't know how much success we're gonna have with the uh, with the radio. There's something funny going on with it. Though I would be curious to find out about what what is up there. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Try, try not to game it too much. I think 
realistically, my thought would be we need to, we need to get contact back with our own boat. So game-wise, I know there's probably a lot of stuff to, I'm walking past, but yeah, role playing it, I'll be like, uh, yeah, Mr. Uh, Chase, I think we need to go find that radio. Okay, let's go. Yeah, that sounds like. Yeah, I, I look at I, I, I look at another one of the maps that I assume are probably on the walls everywhere. Um, yeah, so you've, you've probably found like walked past another map, sort of in between the mess hall and the galley. Yeah, I'm just I've just got one. I'm just keeping one on me. I'm doodling on it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it. It seems to be on the it seems to be up on the forward boat deck near the captain's office, which conveniently we need to go find the captain too. Yeah, I think this would be good, and we can we can walk down past the armory on the way and maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we want to walk past, or do we want to go outside up the stairs and then it's just across the deck? Oh, uh, true. That might be better. Yeah, there's probably a lot of shit in here. Yeah. So the only way up, the only way up there is 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 heading back out the way you came and going up the um up onto the the boat deck. Yeah. Okay. Isn't there a way in if you go into the passenger? Only only into the captain's room. Yeah. So you can go to the passenger area. You can go up into the captain's office if you wanted to. This place seems to be dark and full of uh, disturbing. There's nothing good, nothing good in here. Let's try and avoid what we can for now. All right, so we're leaving this guy handcuffed to the railing, yeah? Yeah, if you want. Oh, I don't want him to stab me in the back, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right, <laughs> we'll, all right. Hector, we're going to go. You just keep calm, all right? We're going to go see what the radio yeah. is. You sit tight. We'll be back soon. We won't leave you, I promise. <laughs> We can't have you snapping and you know stabbing us up or anything. It's for your own good. I think I think you'd I think you'd agree you're not in a good state of mind. Oh, I don't know. Oh, he's just like yeah, blubbering mess. You'll be fine, son. All right. So we're we're going up. We're going up and up the up the ladder slash stairs. Anything on the boat, Nick? As you sort of head up the stairs. Uh, towards the boat deck, the rain's back. You're back outside. It's raining really, really hard. Uh, it's hitting the metal floors, the walls, and it's making this really loud noise. Uh, it's quite difficult to hear things. What? What? what what's your? What's your foot in there, Mr. Chase? Yeah. So there's water washing all over the ground everywhere. Um, you know, strong smell of uh, the sea. Uh, most of the rooms on the boat deck have got large square windows. Um, Except for you know, the storage room, the bedroom, the captain's bathroom, they're all locked off. No windows there. Um, there's metal doors inside. Um, the leading inside, they're quite sturdy. Uh, on one of the walls, there's a um, a heavy gasoline-powered blowtorch. Uh, are we outside still? Yeah, you're outside. Yeah, yeah. A blow a blowtorch, like a welding thing. So like a, yeah, like a welding. You use it to weld things. So it's a blowtorch. Yeah. Um, okay. So, if you want to play with that, you can. Uh, but it's just sitting there, um, sort of uh, the on the south side. So, sort of um, on the other side as you come up through the, the north, the let's say the port side. So on the starboard side, um, it, you can see it's partially burnt. Um, there's some lifeboats that are on the uh, on the boat deck. Um, the two on the there's uh, on the northern side, one of them's gone. Um, so it looks like someone has used it to escape, or some people have used it to escape. Uh, there's another lifeboat sort of hanging halfway down the ship. Uh, it's only got one of, it's only on one support. So it looks like it, um, it looks like one of the winches is given away or something. 
Um, if you head towards the stack, you can uh, feel a, an extreme heat, like a really strong heat coming from the stack. Uh, and you can even see like a few small bits of flame sort of popping out of the stack. Jesus Christ. There's, there's a, seems to be a fire coming from the engine. Oh God, that's not good. Because we can't hear the engines going. And no, you can't hear the engines going. Yeah, the engines aren't going. There's a fire down there. So there is a uh, a fortified window uh, that you can use to access the the coal shaft. Okay. I don't think I want to. I don't think I want to access the coal shaft. Yeah, we, I'm I'm with the radio. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Chase looks like some people have tried to escape. Yeah, I see that. I can't right. blame him. Given I'm, the situation here. I'm gonna go check on the radio. Do you want to come with, or do you want to go see if the captain's in his office? Um, yeah, I will look in the captain's office, and you can look at the radio. All right. If you if anything goes wrong, just shout out. We're not. We're literally right. around the corner. <laughs> yeah. No, there's a bit. Of, you do have to go around a bit to get. Yeah. But shout as loud as you can. <laughs> we'll do. We'll uh, do. So, so we're splitting up a bit. Okay, so that's fine. Uh, so we'll deal with... Very smart. Very smart. So you, uh, Hugh's heading up to the Flying Ridge, uh, and Abraham is going to the captain's office, which is on the boat deck forward. So the captain's quarters... Uh, so the door leading into the captain's quarters, um, it sort of it smashes open and closed, so it is, it is open. Um, but it's sort of uh, smashing open clothes as the wind sort of moves it around. Um, you can see a large shotgun blast uh, hole, like a shotgun blast sized hole where the lock was. So the lock looks appears to have been shot out. Before I walk in, I might just yell out. I'm going to say, Wayne, Captain Wayne Brennan, are you there? Where are you? Uh, you don't hear any response. Have you, have you got your rifle on slot? I've, I've got my rifle in my arms and uh, yeah, ready for action. So, uh, Abraham, you walk into the captain's quarters. Um, there's you standing on carpet and it's quite soggy. Um, so, you find uh, find a, a fancy wooden desk. Uh, yep. There's uh, the the first thing you notice is that there is a corpse lying on the desk. Um, Alright. There's a pool of blood uh, sort of leaking from him, obviously. like It's gone all over the desk. There's like ruined papers, uh, contractual papers, whatever. Um, yeah. And do you want to check on him? Yeah, well, absolutely. Does he look, does he dress like a captain? Um, he's not the captain. He doesn't have, the, he doesn't have captain stuff. Uh, and you sort of Pull him, you pull him across, uh, and you find like like a bullet hole that's in his heart. Um, so that'll be a sanity roll, please. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, failed. Oh no, no, that was a success. Sorry, got it, read it wrong. That's a success. All right, yeah, cool. So it doesn't phase you. We've seen, you know, it's a dead body. We've seen a few of these already. Oh, we see some hectic shit in the Coast Guard. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a gun-ho young Coast Guard man. So in his right hand, um, there's a 12-gauge shotgun. Alright. Uh, Matt, snag that. Alright, you can have that if you want. Sling it over my shoulder. Sure, so now you've got a 12-gauge shotgun. Uh, it's got one It's got one shell in it. 
Okay. Okay. Just the one, just the one shell, and it's a sawn-off shotgun. While he's examining that body, I'm bursting into the radio room. So as you walk into the radio room, there's a simple like desk and chair situation, sort of handed. Uh, it's a it's sort of against one of the walls of the room. Uh, there's a clock on the wall. Uh, you can find a notepad. Uh, so it's there's a notepad with some stuff scrawled on it. All right, so I'm walking into this radio room, and I'm looking around. I see the radio, and I see there's no one in the radio room. So, yeah, there's no one in the radio room. Next to next to the desk, uh, there's a large apparatus with, like, dials and interconnected machinery inside. So that's used to it's the transmitter. Um, so it's got a number of connection cables and sockets. So if, if you know how to use a radio or you sort of have an idea of how to do it, you might be able to figure it out. Does it look operational? Uh, it looks... It looks off, like it doesn't look broken, but there's no power. Yeah, I see. All right, let, let me check this log here. Radio communique log, 11th of June, 1921. What what date is it for us again? I think it's six. I think it's uh, six of November. I think bloody American. Oh, bloody Americans! <laughs> <laughs> the sixth of November, 1921. What date is it today again? Just the ninth of November. Just so you know, tonight. Yeah. No. Nice. Three days ago. All right, so a message was sent to SS Lamar. General Hello. SS Lamar transports wine and potatoes on course for Havana. Frequency 121130. Target unknown. Incoming message, but no signal. Frequency 118562. Target SS Lamar. Exact same message as before. Impossible due to shifting frequency. Radio malfunction? Broken console? Frequency 121130. Target unknown. A man says he knows who I am won't identify themselves. Reported to Captain Brennan. Frequency zero, 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 zero. Target, SS Olympus. Hear myself talking to the SS Lamar radio operator. Intervene. Self talks back to me, telling me he knows who I am. Frequency unknown. Target unknown. High pitched sound coming from radio. Frequency fluctuates. Hears voices inside the noise. See blood on the desk. Clean it up. Frequency everywhere. Target me. Boy, boy, oh boy. So, I'm not really a radio operator, so some of these shorthand messages are a bit confusing. Sounds like there was a normal message to an SS Lamar just about what, you know, their, their course and what they're carrying. Then there was another message that couldn't really identify what it was. 
then there was the same message to the SS Lamar, but on a different frequency. And then the strange frequency, it just got weirder and weirder. And then this radio operator thought he was talking to himself or something. I don't know. Bit strange. I don't know what to make of all that. <laughs> <laughs> More than a bit strange. Well, you haven't seen it yet. You Nothing. I'm not. I'm not here. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Um, Never all right. Mind. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see if I can get this radio. I. I know what frequency our boat uses. The SS, whatever it's called again. The what is it? The honorary. Honorary. I know. I know what frequency we mostly use. So I'm gonna try and dial. Oh, it's not working, is it? Yeah. There's no power. No power. No power. All right. So you, you might have to go to the battery rooms to look at it. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Abraham Chase, you've uh, finished investigating uh, this corpse that's sitting on the captain's desk. Um, yes, uh, I guess I might do like a spot hidden or something, see if I can find anything of note on the corpse. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, yeah, so go on, spot hidden. Alright. Uh, Which luck do I have? Hmm. No, I don't know if it's worth it. I'll probably just roll with the fail. All right. So you don't notice anything. Uh, what you do notice, so there's a there's a wooden door that leads to the captain's rooms, like where he, like, he sleeps. Um, do you want to go through that? Yeah, yeah. I may as well explore the whole quarters while I'm here. So, well, there's probably some harm in it, but, you know, let's find out. So you go inside, uh, inside is a bed, there's a nightstand in that closet on one side of the room. On the nightstand, you find the captain's logbook. Ah, fantastic, alright. Let's see what the captain has to say about what's going on. Captain's log. Our usual group was shaken up quite a bit today by the reported sight of the mermaid. As me and me men went to sea, floating out at sea was a large creature surely fit in the description. I ordered the quartermaster to hoist it aboard. This manfish is too large to fit in our hospital, so I decided to turn the aft quarters in the temporary medical bay. The men there were moved to the guest quarters as they weren't used at the time. Panic seems to have stricken my crew. I can feel it myself as well, though I do not know why. Headaches, a general nauseous feeling. Sadly, the surgeon is working on the mermaid at the moment. I had a meeting with my first officer, but he seems completely out of it. Kept blabbering about his mother. It seems I cannot depend on him for the time being. I suggested tossing the mermaid overboard. My guess is that these aprons spawn from it. But my surgeon tells me this is the discovery of a lifetime. My coal heavers have started to protest and are unwilling to talk for the time being. For whatever reason, they have abducted my chief engineer. Even worse, my first officer has completely lost track of his thoughts and attacked my quartermaster. Shot dead. When I found him, he was again talking nonsense. Even aiming the very same gun at me. I shot him where he stood. Mutiny on my ship. Are these people working together? I cannot sleep. Spirits haunt me. Constant sounds of movement, just out of reach. I cannot stand it. In trying to keep my thoughts collected, it's like I'm only slipping away more. As are my crew, infighting, alliances, and damages to the ship. And it's so hard for me to process all this, 
It's like I can't even focus on one thing at the same time. Even writing this is difficult. I was in my office when I heard a commotion from outside. Not sure if it was my imagination again, or that there was really something out there. I went to investigate. My armor had sabotaged one of the boats, with some of my men trying to escape. He now went after me. I grabbed what I could from my room and took him by surprise. How did it even come to this? I'm scared. So scared. Is this what it's like to lose one's mind? The winds are picking up and the skies are dark. At least I think they are. It's difficult to keep fact from fiction. All sound went away. It's nice and quiet now. Other than the constant voices in my head, I will make them go quiet as well. It'll be better that way. This is some pretty damning stuff and some good clues here. So it sounds like they found a, a genuine mermaid. And yeah, they found something. Found something, brought it on board. People started going mad and then there was like a alliance about what to do about it. Some people... Did they all want to get rid of it? No, it seems like some of them did. No, the surgeon wanted to keep working on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coal heavers didn't. Yeah. And then people just sort of lost their minds and began fighting each other. Yeah, seems like okay. they just sort of went, went zombie mode a bit. <laughs> so Abraham, as you as you finish reading this, you look up uh, and you look to the on the other side of the room, and you find uh, on a, sitting on a on a comfortable living room chair the remains of what remains of Captain Wayne Brennan. You see his revolver lying on the ground. Um, on the floor next to it looks to be a key, uh, and you see a large splatter of blood, um, sitting on the wall behind the chair. Next week on Passenger Olympus. I'm just gonna try. I'm just gonna send radio dead, people dead, and he sort of starts flicking. Help coming. Not much to unpack in this mystery. And, and on the middle of the desk, you find a strange iron statue. I want to throw it into the stack. <laughs> I think it's evil. <laughs> Holy shit! What happened up there? You know him as Carl DeWitt. He's a sailor. Carl DeWitt. <laughs> Carl DeWitt. 
got a good feeling around this guy. And uh, Matt turns to you and says, "Why don't you use a traitor real quick? Why don't you use a traitor?" I'm grabbing my. Who are you? Aware of the fact that lightning is prone to strike this area, I'm going to quickly uh, try and throw that statue into the stack. I fumbled it. <laughs> I completely fumbled it. This could be a turning point for the scenario. This has been the Fumbled Anthology. New episodes are released every Sunday. And for more information, check out fumbledanthology.com. Or you can find us on the social media of your choice. Until next time.